Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Spurs Are Good podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Nick. I'm joined by Neil and Tom. How are you guys? Good. Hey, you. how are we? We got a lot to talk about today, so let's get right to it. Liverpool are in. Uh, we're we're in good moods. Yeah, aren't we? Yeah, two we're wins. Moons. We got two wins. We beat Forest on the weekend, three-two, in a very entertaining game, and then a big win yesterday against West Ham. Well fought. So let's start with the weekend. Start with uh, Forrest. What did you guys think? I thought Forrest played really well. Um, you know, Yes, we just shaded it. It was a good game all out. Uh, cracking game to watch. Yeah, a lot of fun. I thought Forrest came in looking for a fight. First off the bat, they looked strong. They looked like they were on top for something, but that soon downhill. <clears throat> well, they gave us a little bit of a heart attack there for a little while, but yeah, I mean, some... Just really good football. It looks like the Trent Alexander-Arnold experiment is going well. We've seen a little bit of yeah. a tactical shift. Um, and just, we were just, just on him, he has five assists in four games. Yeah. it's. I mean, this this is a long It's a time no-brainer. Coming. Yeah. Come on. At this point, I think I was actually opposed to it originally, perhaps. I don't know. You'd have to go back and listen to like episode three and the recording isn't that good, so don't bother. <laughs> Um, oh, the but, dark ages. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't talk about that time where all of our predictions for the season were... Well, again, we don't talk about it. The recording was bad. Never mind. They're Moving the, on. They're in that little box over there called Lost. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Can, Canate played this game, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And Canate allows Trent to play um, that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit last week. I think Klopp um, really allows him to play that position. <laughs> okay, fair point. Um <laughs> You need to have the players around you. Um, and I think that was evident later on in the week in the West Ham game. I think um, one of you pointed that out um, earlier to me. But um, but yeah, it was um, you know good performance from Trent. You know, so I was. We were looking at his heat map, and yeah. wooey, he's everywhere. If you let him off his leash, man, he is an absolute menace. But with all the injuries during season, whatever else, Matip being out. And- it's having the confidence to fill that gap when he does move. That, so, and I think that's where we were trying Kanate in there, we we're trying Gomez in there, we we're trying whoever, and it just wasn't gelling. And I think it's Phillips starting to even. gel now. So Matip, I don't trust. Well, that's He's what shady. I was actually, you just touched on it. Seeing Matip in there instead of Kanate against West Ham, it's, he doesn't have the legs that Kanate has. Well, he to does have the right legs side. to just go all the way to his neck. <laughs> Right, right. And it takes him so long to take a step, and his step goes so far that the player's already going. He's a tree on the way to Isengard. Yeah, he's just a big giraffe, but we love him this week because he scored that winning header. Absolute missile. But he doesn't have, he can't cover that right side as as well as Kanate can. So it's crazy the amount of defensive duties that Mo Salah was doing. That he was so deep, and um, he's always been that way. I know he has, but I just really noticed it this week. Um, it's just crazy the amount of ground he was covering, and you know, I kind of want him up the field a little more. Um, yeah, he yeah. was just dropping really, really deep. I think he gets frustrated sometimes when the team isn't. So he'll just like he goes through those spells, and you you can almost see it on his face a lot of times where. 
he'll get frustrated and just like start charging around the pitch like a maniac. And it mm. doesn't happen for a whole it's, game. It's what I like to call, give me the ball, give me the ball, yeah, give me the ball. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, where he's Wayne Rooney-esque. Like, how, do I, how do I get the ball back get into the Brillo position pack. I can score? <laughs> um, but we were also talking about, and we saw it in both games, I think it was more prevalent in West Ham, where we're starting to see Klopp tinker with his tactics, which we're seeing a lot of really good results from admittedly against questionable teams at best, but it's working regardless. It worked well against Arsenal. So Earlier in the season, tactically, we I think we were complaining, at least observing, that Trent was coming inside Salah, mm-hmm. and Salah was out on the wing, and we Instead thought that was overlap. a bit weird. In previous years, Trent has overlapped yeah, exactly down the outside and then fed the cross in, mm-hmm. and I don't think we liked it too much, and I you know, it works better for me when he's coming deeper into that. So overlapping in the midfield role rather than overlapping in the in the, in the forward role. Agree. Um, so I am liking that better. Yeah. Um, I still thought both games were terribly open in defense. And again, I think you pointed it out, Nick, earlier in the season. It's not so much our defense. It's our midfield. You know, I, I just know letting their midfield week. through? They are. They just, they just cut. Other teams play out from the back and cut through our midfield very quickly, just like you know, a hot knife through butter. Mm-hmm. And exposes our back line. Yeah. When or we, Moses through the Red Sea. When, yeah, <laughs> when we try and... Uh, we don't even try and play through our midfield. We were bypassing our midfield most of the time. When our midfield touches, it goes back to defense or yeah. back to alley. Yeah. yeah, and then we suck the opposing team on and then look for the fast release ball from either alley or Trent yep. in the long diagonal. And, and you, mm-hmm. you know... It's worked quite nicely at times, but whenever a team gets players behind the ball, I, to me, it doesn't look like we can break them down other than a set piece, free kick or corner. And the Well, that's where I was there. going with that, actually. So that's a perfect segue into we were talking about how Liverpool's tactics have become predictable, and that's why teams know where they can settle in, and it's so hard for us to break down when they do the low block. But that's always been a problem. It's become more and more of a problem over the years as we become more and more predictable. But now, with Trent playing the way he is, and it's really only a slight tweak to how he was playing, but it's made a world of difference. Having a healthy front line that we can rotate in, players who all play differently, so Jata, Diaz, and Darwin all play that left side. They all play that left side completely differently. That makes us a little less predictable. So we're seeing the building blocks to what seasons to come are going to be if Klopp is going to oversee our quote-unquote rebuild. And this is all part of it, is completely overhauling the tactics, even if it means just making these few slight tweaks here and there. But it's going to completely change how they press. So I like that this is the beginning of what we're going to see in terms of a, a big a tactical watershed moment here. I still think there's more to come with the Salah right wing kind of um, position. I agree on the left where, with Jota and uh, Darwin and Diaz. There's, there's so much different creativity there. Mm-hmm. The right doesn't quite seem to have that same. We I mean, don't have as much. But that's because Trent there. right now is going into the middle and he is that creative exactly. side. Exactly. You normally had Trent and Salah on the right, but now with Trent coming into the middle, you don't, no, you don't have as much. Matip will look for the player in the middle. Uh, Kanate looks for the player in the middle. He never looks for the run. 
or at least I have never. Well, Salah's been a more supportive role this year than I mean. He's I think he's still leading the the club in goals, but he's played a more support role mm. this year. And I mean, when it works, it works very well. And I think um, we don't have the depth on the right side. Teams know to look for Salah. He's he's such a potent weapon that it's going to be really hard. But he for gets him. isolated on his own over there. You see him kind of get frustrated, get the ball stuck under his foot. He's looking, yep. you know, so. And a bit in, like when he was running into the box against yeah, West Ham. Yeah, yeah. And in years past, he's able to, to dribble past all these guys. But Five, now six. they just but everybody set. knows he's going to put, dink the ball over to his left foot and he's going to try and curl it in the corner. And that, that I've, I've heard you say that, but I went back uh, a couple of weeks ago and I was watching highlights from, I think it was the 2021-22 season. And he had a, a couple of dribbles that, like, I it, I had to slow it down and rewind it back and rewatch it. Just the way he was moving the ball off of his feet and getting around through. He he had three or four guys beat. Now they they just clump up before they would line, yeah. and he'd be able to to weave through them. Now they just clump, and he he's just so blocked in that. I mean, he he's he's just too known as that force now. But that also opens up opportunities for other guys, which is why we're seeing. The Gakpos and the the Jatas and the Diaz and all these guys are starting to feast on goals because and Darwin especially when he's playing, which we're going to get into because it's really weird how low his minutes have been. Hey, before you go to the down one, another thing that I thought was evident from these two games that's something that's it's been absent a lot this season and it's to do with that fight that I talked about um, last week or a couple of weeks ago. But the press is back. Yeah, um, particularly early in both the Forest and the West Ham game, we were up for it and we were winning the ball back high up the field mm-hmm. and we were harassing high up the field. Again, if we didn't get the ball back, they cut right through our midfield. But but we were at least harassing up there, and I, I thought that was really evident in the last two games. Like at halftime, swagger and attitude back. At halftime, they're now fighting for fourth place. They want to keep that dream alive. We we need Champions League football, and yeah. they're seeing they're seeing positive change. It's not stagnant. We've got more players back. The injuries are starting to subside, mm-hmm. knock on wood. The other big thing is against West Ham at the half, 1-1. I think we were we were drawn at that point. 74% to 21% possession. I thought possession, but yeah. I mean, and that's evidence of, yeah, you can set that low block, but we're going to have the ball and we're going to keep coming at you. And if they can do that, because if you go back and you watch some of these games where Liverpool looks more dire, they'd have high possession numbers. It would be like 60-40. You know, like that Brentford match that we watched after getting that pool table in your house. If you remember, like we had the possession advantage, but it didn't look like we were in control. Now it looks like we're in control and have possession, even if the scoreline doesn't necessarily read it at any one time. I still think, I mean, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. We're in con- This sounds like an obvious statement, but we're in control until we lose the ball, and then I'm really fearful. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, when we have that possession, it's great, but the number of chances that West Ham and Forrest, and Forrest got two of them, but the number of chances that both of those teams had from that little amount of possession, they the look scary. were... A lot better than ours. Yeah, I it gets your blood. Pumping. As I said, they were fighting for that with the minute they came out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Both teams, both teams are scrappy teams. I mean, they're. I think they're both still in the relegation shadow. The forest, mm. absolutely. Yeah, but neither team has like completely given up the way we've seen some of these. Like Everton, look. I, I mean, to say shit is like being very kind to Everton. 
Southampton, I mean, put a fork in him. I want to mention Jota's goal. Arsenal might disagree. <laughs> Jota's goal, right? Which, uh, against Forrest? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the header, like poacher's goal. Yep. Like, that's exactly what he should be doing. That's exactly what they all should be doing, uh, putting a head on it. But the way he stuck his head out, that he could have got kicked in the face yes. or kneed in the face, really showed that there's a fight in him. Yeah. And that's what the fight you were asking for, and that's what I saw, and that's what we need. Sorry, but... I think we've seen it since Arsenal. Yes, but... You asked for it, and you're getting it. I'd like to see a little bit more from Van Dijk. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. I'd like him to stop swerving away from balls. That's what I meant by fight. Yeah, stick a foot out um, there, fella. As a defender, fight is sometimes a little bit different as well, but yeah, he's hands behind his back and swerving out the way of it. Yeah, he's not injured, and he's not coming back from injury. It was so like he was bullfighting with the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. And then Ali's just standing there, like, "What are you doing, man?" Like, uh, you and Ali could... was partially sighted by him too, which didn't even help. It, well, he's always sighted by, which yeah. is like that's a huge problem. If it's like a brick gonna... wall in front of you. Yeah, and then the brick wall <laughs> just disappears, and you get you get clobbered. It sucks. You well, know? you've got the brick wall, and then if he turns sideways, matchup, you don't see him. All right, exactly. Hell. Um, all right. So, anything else on the matches of the weekend? Uh, Salah had another goal. I think that puts him at, it, it changed his place in all time scoring. I know that. Yeah, yeah, he's one away from Gerard now. That's it. Yep. Thank you. Um, John Robbie Fowler. Robbie Fowler said he. Um, yeah. That's posted what that he would have to uh, get his boots back on because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he just score some goals. Is, does he ever help out in those uh, those legends matches? Was he there for the Celtic? Funnily enough, Fowler is looking for a job in management, and I can't remember what his statement was this week, but he um, he constantly passed over for any managerial um, openings, and he feels a little victimized. I think he he hasn't exactly got the best record. He was managing in the Australian A League or something, and he yeah, was terrible. So Melbourne I, or something. I think the real reason he getting passed over is that you haven't proved it at any lower league club that you've got any coaching potential. Yeah, start, start start go to a the, Welsh club. Start with the yeah. under eights and see. Go to, see go to Aberdeen. Get them a get them a more <laughs> oh, than a third I like place. Aberdeen. Mm. Fergie's home. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> that's that's, also, what, that's where you went. Yeah. So before <laughs> Inverness, then. <laughs> Thank you, Caledonia Thistle. <laughs> Before we move on to uh, to our next segment and our first break, let's discuss the controversy of handballs. Um, Would you like me to bring Law 12 back? We can if you'd like. So there was some controversy at the end of the West Ham match. Um, there was a... I think West Ham can feel hard done by. Uh, and the, and we'll get into opinions, but Tiago slid in and tackled. The ball took a funny deflection, kind of clattered off of his arm and poked out the back of him, kind of ended whatever momentum in that play was, but... Poked out the back of him? Doesn't sound very good. Well, <laughs> he, He's playing Listen. football, not sitting on the toilet, Nick. Boy, went there quick, huh? Yikes. Yikes. I don't know what he had for dinner. Um, Probably a vindaloo by the sound of it. <laughs> uh, I... So I didn't actually get to watch the game live. I had to catch up. I was working late. But um, after seeing it, and I said this to you, Neil, if it had gone either way, I would be understanding of the call. The fact that it wasn't a penalty, if you're looking at the rules as they're worded by the FA on their official website, I agree with the decision that it wasn't a handball. However, if they had called it a handball, I would have gone, 
yeah, I would say the rules are subjective enough that I can see a world where that gets called a handball. So it's one of those funky little plays, and we saw one with Trent. Was it against Leeds or Arsenal a couple weeks ago? I think it was the Leeds game. But... I think, I think it, yeah, it was, because it ultimately didn't matter since we put six past him. But um, there was a, a the ball kind of bounced off of his shoulder, I think it was. And it was it, his elbow. I, well, it was somewhere on his upper arm. I think right. either, it either way, that's more the, the, important. The point, the point, the wider point I think you're making here, Nick, is that it ultimately did lead to a goal for Liverpool. Yes, and the way the rules written, we have it up in front of us here. There is a difference between the defensive player and the offensive player. If the offensive player, if it hits the offensive player's arm and leads to a goal, even if accidental, then the then it's a handball. And in my opinion, the Trent one ultimately led to a goal, and it even though if it was in his own box. And the, it should have been brought all the way back. And I don't, I'm, you know, I felt that Leeds were unlucky. Having reread the rule on the defensive side of the ball here, um, the only time it's handball is if you make yourself unnaturally bigger. And Tiago didn't make himself unnaturally bigger when he handled it. Mm-hmm. You could argue when he was making the tackle, he made himself unnaturally bigger, maybe. Um, Which you pointed he, out was probably David Moyes' argument. Yeah. yeah. And then he fell on the ball. Um, but when his ball, when the hand hit the ball and punched it into the ground, it was probably in a natural position. And so the way the rules written, I think the referee got it right. Um, yeah. And I, but I can see why David Boyce was aggrieved. So your Agreed. fellow pundit, Alan Shearer, <laughs> right? I don't agree That's with our him fellow on this, pundit, saying sir. this. Our fellow, oh, I don't consider myself of a pundit. Uh, don't well, I hear you when you talk at night sometimes. Damn. Everyone does it, you know. <laughs> uh, I have respect for Moyes. Um, I do not agree with him on this. I don't think it was a handball. Tiago, uh, there's nothing he could do about it, breaking his fall. Not a handball. Moyes is just under pressure and probably just unhappy with the result. Which I yeah. think you said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was definitely that. It wasn't just that. Um, Jared Bowen's goal, which is a really good goal. Um, yeah. Sorry, it wasn't a goal because it was called offside. Again, really marginal offside. Um, right decision, but if you're David Moyes, you know, you, you're, you're it's 1 1, then it's 2 1 to you, then all of a sudden it's not even 2 1 to you, it's back to 1 1, then Liverpool score is 2 1, then there's a handball. It's like now you see why I had to turn my phone off when I was at a meeting. <laughs> it was a, a you know, um, a catalogue of incidents that left Moyes feeling pretty aggrieved and a good I'd be performance from West Ham. Too. Yeah, I'd be frustrated too. Did you see Trent have to sneak through? David Moyes and the referee are, are nose to nose, and Trent just kind of sneaks through. And oh, Gakpo does the same thing. <laughs> puts yeah. his shirt over his nose, just like, sorry, guys. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> but again, so anyway, back to, to what you were saying. I I agree. I understand the frustration. And like I said, if it had gone the other way, I would have gone, yeah, he touched it with his hand. It's a handball. What are you going to do? And we can nitpick the rules, but... Ultimately, if we do nitpick the rules, I don't think it was a handball. It also, his tackle, and this is how you know it, it was completely, like, it, you know, there's there's a lot of words in these rules, the the <laughs> deliberate and all this, and, and he's kicking the ball away and it comes back to him. There's no way you can expect the ball to take that kind of a deflection. So there's also, there was no intent for him to touch the ball or trap the ball the way he did. It just happened that way. And his arm was at his side. I just think we'd all be saying something very, well, some of you would be saying something very different if uh, if that had been the other way around. 
Oh, if I, I don't think I would. I because so, originally okay. I thought it touched his hand; it should be a penalty. So there was a guy at the pub, former Spurs fan, um, former Spurs. Yeah, um, is he moving out Chelsea to Chelsea fans? or City? No, well, he'll they, still be a Spurs fan. He just can't. He he just can't stand seeing his uh, oh his club. He's like all Spurs fans. So. <laughs> Fair weather. Yeah, it's not so much. I can't even say he's a fairweather. He's they're just, the Mets um, of the Premier League. He he just thinks that they're getting what they deserve. That's one baseball reference. He's, oh, by the way, the Knicks won last night. Let's go second round of the playoffs. Sorry, Neil, go on. That's so, basketball. So of course he was saying, you know, uh, as is pretty typical, Liverpool, and uh, yeah. Oh um, fuck off! <laughs> That's Liverpool. The stats. Yeah, gold give me give me a full dollar so I get against four more. West Ham. Oh, a penalty not given for West Ham. Liver- Liverpool Two VAR incidents. The, luckily, Maybe we he's live not in a the Spurs age fan, of he's a West stats. Ham fan now. VAR we, wouldn't even look at the um, at the Tiago. They didn't even look at the Tiago incident. Yeah. Um, they I, did. No, they didn't. No, they did not. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there was no checkies over it, and they didn't even look at it. That live our pool nonsense, the stats show. <laughs> Luckily, we live in a day and age where we can we can track all these statistics. Is that Liverpool AI? get less calls than, I think, all but two teams, some, some ridiculous number like that. VAR is not on our side. I can't remember which games it was, whether it was the Forest game or West Ham. It might have been earlier, but... There's been several incidents where I think that Salah could have had a penalty. A hundred percent. He got dragged down against, um, was it Forrest or, or um, it, it might have been all the way back to Arsenal where he did, literally got dragged Harry down. Harry Kane, um, Mitrovic, Fernandez um, would have acted. Um, they would have just Fernandez would have followed and, the referee around for the rest of the game. Uh, yeah, and hauled off and punched him in the face probably. Maybe Salah, I don't like it. And I think Klopp, I think Klopp in general. What about Antonio riding Hendo's back? Antonio was another one I was thinking of as well. Um, I think Klopp wants his players to play honorably. And I think for the most part, obviously, I'm biased. But but I do think Liverpool, and particularly Salah, play that way. Very much trying to play, Mm -hmm. stay on their feet. And, um, you know. The only one who doesn't is Darwin. And we're all yelling at him for diving. I mean, it's it's ingrained not just in the team as a culture, but in our fans, too. We don't want to see our guys diving because yeah. it is frustrating to watch Harry Kane crawling on the pitch. Yeah. It's frustrating to see Richarlson doing some of the shit he does. Like A lot of these players are really irritating. Look at how battered Diaz gets. Even he's only played, what, maybe a f- total of 30 minutes since coming back, if that. And I've seen him on the ground at least five or six times because the because only he was way... not to the ground, not yeah, because he was play acting on the exactly. Ground. But he gets right; he springs back up. Yeah, you know, and seeing a guy that talented, I, these guys have to foul him tactically because they can't beat him. You know, we're talking about how these three left wingers all play so differently. Diaz is like he plays more like Salah. He does. You know, so and he's so zippy and he's so fast. These guys have to take him down, but he doesn't dive. He springs right back up and he doesn't get calls. So I'll I'll let the Spurs. Call I have Spurs one word, and I wanted to say this at the penalty: consistency. That's Fair. what it is. Fair, and I've said that for since day one. And you're not the only one. No, yeah. there's no consistency in refereeing in the English game. Which I believe is kind of what I was saying before we started recording. I think the refs do a fantastic job. I know it's an unspoken. <laughs> uh, he's a little brown noser. Is that is that is that is he eating soup or? 
And on that note, let's take a quick break before we get on to team news. Welcome back, listener. Hope you had a good break. We, uh, yeah, we're 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 gonna look at look at last week's results because we've got some bottling happening in a big way. <laughs> the implosion of Arsenal, which everyone predicted, and we were all kind of just like, "Oh man, we want to see someone else win if it's not going to be us." I just didn't want to see the oil money winning. You know, I'd much rather have the well, Colorado we Rapids or whoever they are, the the Denver Nuggets or something. Doesn't he own both of those? Cronky. Does he own the Nuggets? Does he yeah. own the Nuggets? Yeah. I didn't I know that. Owns. I well, think he the does. the Nuggets are going to lose to the Knicks in the, the final. The Cronky Sports year, so Group, I think. They, they own, um, they're out of Colorado and they own, uh, they oh, own both of their franchises. Okay. Um, anyway, those franchises that. are shit, which is much like Arsenal. Uh, yeah. The Nuggets are not shit. Oh, they're not? No, they're very good. Uh, so much. Uh, uh, they're very good. They've got a two-time MVP. I don't even know what sport Nikola the Nuggets Jokic. <laughs> Nikola Jokic. You just won back-to-back MVPs. They're in the playoffs. They're great. Okay, okay. You're 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 speaking, but the words are not going <laughs> Listen, in and making sense. Say it with well, me. I, again, what Bing sports, sports are we talking about? Say it with me. Bing I asked what sport he goes, the MVP, blah, 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 blah. Once jargon, a, jargon, jargon, Nick, jargon. Always jargon. a Nick. They just absolutely mauled the Cavaliers. Let's okay, go, it's Knicks. Basketball. I know who they are. Bing bong. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> you wonder why I root for them. Indeed. We're back to football. Um, uh, Arsenal, so Arsenal's implosion. They drew against the, the, the first place team, drew against the 20th place team. And, and Southampton were up 3-1 in the 88th minute. Yeah, I know. You got to give Arsenal a and little Arsenal credit. And Arsenal almost won that game. They yeah. should have won it at the, at the death. They had a, they had a big chance at, at, did. in stoppage time. Yeah. They did. So, uh, so yeah, um, the implosion of Arsenal, I just it's quite sad. Do we want to jump all the way ahead to to them? Well, I'm going to talk about their other game. Yeah, four one to City. Yeah, implosion Brutal. of Arsenal. Yes, yeah. um, it was statues against mobile people. I mean, they just <coughs> ripped them. They played like Man City. They, deer, they deer just in headlights. Yeah, I yeah. I think City are going to treble everyone between now and the end of the season. Beat them pretty. They're going to win the treble. They are. I don't think Madrid will give them a go for it, but they won't. I don't think they're going to win Champions League. But they will. <laughs> okay. You think Madrid? Will I love roll your over? confidence. They will. Do you think Madrid will roll over? Yeah. They'll put up a bit of a fight. No, they won't. <laughs> what? No. Okay. Well, that means it's Madrid against Pep Guardiola of Barcelona. They are for sure going to lose now because of the <clears throat> amount of confidence Neil has. I have total and utter confidence that I love City it. are going to win out. I love it, which means they for sure won't. Every time you have this much confidence, Sorry, Dan, you're wrong. You're here. <laughs> I don't yeah. encourage it. Encourage it. This yeah. this is good for us that don't want to see City win. Look, I actually wouldn't they, mind City winning it. I, it works well for us too. Um, works well for Liverpool. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm going to go with coefficient points for <laughs> oh, no. Neil. I'm sorry. Not, if no. they win, they get a lot of coefficient points. And not only that, which it gives opens another up a free place. spot. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, we're rooting for City. Come on, Pep. Don't Pep this wow, away. How many ships have you been on? <laughs> Speaking of ships, that's an interesting little segue there, too. And Arsenal's just a little, ship? No, oh. the sinking ship of Arsenal. Is a good or the thing. sinking ship of but, Spurs. Um, both Man City and Man United are under pressure to take the ship off their logo. Both of them have a ship on their logo from the cotton trade in, um, oh. in Manchester, and it's all associated with slavery. What and about so, Newcastle? They're on the other coast. They didn't come over this way. Okay. Right. Um, so... Um, 
Don't Everton have a ship too? No, they have a round tower. Okay. And they're not technically a football club. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> I like that. It was good. Um, so, <laughs> Arsenal's ship has sailed. They're done. They are Their cannon ship. is fired. Their cannon is they're fired. out of ammo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Does that mean Liverpool broke them? Because they haven't been the same since Anfield. They are in a Native American festival in a river of excrement without a means of propulsion. <laughs> so you're saying they're up Shit's Creek. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> no paddle. Love it. Love it. And uh, we're taking credit for this implosion too. Um, somebody else who's in up Shit Creek is Southampton. Um, I've been saying I think they're going to survive. And they played really well like they could survive against Arsenal. But the loss... Um, was it Bournemouth they lost to today or something? Um, they they're shit, Dave. They they're done. <laughs> they're they're dead, cooked. Dave. Yeah, they lost to Bournemouth today. So yeah, um, I think Southampton are down. Um, so yeah, 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 they're going down. So now, um, and we'll kind of get into this when we take a look at the table. But the relegation fight that just a few weeks ago everyone was in three points of each other. There's been some distance made, um, and it looks like pretty much 16th down is going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. I, I think it's between at this point between Leeds, Forest and I'm going to say Leicester. Um Ooh. I mean Everton or absolute garbage. I think Everton might be down too. They drew nil-nil and they were down to 10 men, so they survived that. They the still weekend. got fight. I mean, Sean Dyche had them playing really well the first 20 minutes today. The week. They're going know, to stay but, up. I know, but the first 20 minutes today against Spurs they were freaking awesome. And t- Everton were really good for the first 20 minutes. Um, and then Spurs scored. And then it just all fell apart. Well, yeah, exactly. That's why they're in relegation zone. But I think they will. <laughs> they'll survive somehow. They always do. Yeah. They're like cockroaches, man. Unfortunately, you cannot I cannot kill them. Forest, Leicester, Southampton. I think that's what it's looking at. Okay. You're in for- I- I'd like to see Forest stay up. Leeds Honestly, if I was prediction, won a game. They've drawn. Their I'm happy one with those four. I'm happy with those bottom three going down. Less than uh, those are the three that I would have predicted. I do want Millwall to come up, and if West Ham stay up, I never want to see Millwall again. I hated <laughs> them when they were the last time, and I hate them this time. I want Luton to come up also. Luton town. put their plastic pitch back. Um, no, their stadium is basically a row of houses. Kenilworth Road, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Okay, moving along. Let's uh, let's look back at the scores on the weekend. Um, as we mentioned, uh, whoa, well, the other big shocker if we talk about that was the Brighton result. Okay, um, you know, did you catch any of this match? I I did not. Forest Brighton, I didn't see it. No, but um, but um, but yeah, Forest tonking um, um Brighton three one, and um, you know that was a big surprise. I think. We all thought that Brighton, Matoma, McAllister, that whole crew were going to have their way with Forrest, but um, but um, but yeah, no, it was completely the Didn't way Brighton around. Brighton lose? They've they lost both yeah, their lost games both this the games, weekend. Yeah. yeah, that's surprising because they've been the upstarts almost all year, and then quietly Villa snuck in and took their spot as the the darlings that no one saw coming. Um, you said it last week. The count is doing a fantastic job. Um, yes, you know. one win, two win, three win. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Brentford's another one of those teams that's been really fun to watch this year. 
um, these mid-table teams that are kind of fighting to to make their way up the the ladder has been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, last year I heartily gave a very confident prediction that Brentford would nowhere near stay up. They were just you know no chance, and uh, yeah, so um, here they are, perfectly uh, in the top ten and uh, and uh, doing quite well, really. That's in episode one. That's in that lost bin over there. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, can you please do the honor of taking the lead on the Newcastle Spurs match? How did how did that one go? Because you know we we had this pinned as being a really close one. Um, <clears throat> what did Tottenham do? They lay down. They laid down, <laughs> and and bent themselves over a, a small wooden. Oh my, frisky! <laughs> and got spanked. <laughs> oh my god! It gets better. Harry was Kane's still scored, though. He always scores. <laughs> was it a penalty? I don't remember. To be no honest. one knows. I no one cares. Remember. But actually, I don't think there was any penalties. So we talk about Tottenham, though. Um, we talked about Arsenal just capitulating in both games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, Spurs completely capitulated. Five goals in the first twenty minutes. The rate that Newcastle was scoring the game at one point was was on four cost minutes. to finish twenty two zero every if, four minutes if they kept on scoring that much. <laughs> but it looked like that today. They were um, terrible against United today, and then and then they fought back. So they do have some fight in them. They didn't uh, just lay down. They got back up again. Well, Hugo Lloris would agree with me because his words were well, he had fight no fight, no desire, and no leadership on the pitch. Sorry, well, leadership. Harry Kane came oh, sorry, on. Right? Sorry, sorry, sorry. But Hugo Lloris can go and freaking bugger off back to France because talk about fight. He fights with his own player in the dressing room, and and as I understand it, he refused to come out after half time. It wasn't. An, they said it was an injury, but it wasn't injury. And Lloris has actually released a statement saying, "Yeah, he basically walked off. He walked off, and his team refused to come out for the second half." If what I, a if knob. I was manager. No games for the rest of the season. Don't care who you are, no. and you get fined a week's wages. That yeah, what, more than a week's wages. I, was I just say, think it's put him on just, the block. Yeah, it's not awful. like his keeping has been. I mean, he's been awful. Yeah, he's right. he's been absolutely terrible. His job has been on the line for a while anyway. So and and then you hear about that kind of stuff. Fuck him. Well, he did fight with Sun last year or two years ago. How do you get into a fight? Twenty twenty, three years Sung ago. Seems like the nicest, nicest guy. guy. Like well, you never hear anything about. Mind him. you, I thought that about Sadio Mane too. But. We are talking oh, about the true. big steaming pile of Hotspur, right? That's true. It'll do that. To They've anybody. had more managers than I've had hot dinners. Jesus would curse if he was wearing their shirt. So, <laughs> I know. Um. So they're they're bleeding. I mean, they're lucky. They they what did they they drew today? You said yeah, two two. two but United. Came back from two down. Okay, so one point in two games and one hu- absolute humiliation. But very happy about it as Liverpool fans, you know. Yeah. Um, Spurs, if we do our job at this point, we should be above Spurs. We should be above Villa if we do I our job. I think we were so. above Spurs at one point when I looked at the table today. Yeah, I was being at the end of the day, if we just do our job now. Oh, yeah, we, yeah I know we, what you mean. We'll, you know, so, so, yeah, it's... um. It was a good result, really, the Newcastle result for us. I mean, we'd have preferred a draw, but uh, but yeah, a draw would have been a better result for uh, for Liverpool, I guess. Yeah, I think but, I predicted a draw just out of hope. sheer hope. Yeah, they're, what, one point ahead of us and we have a game ahead? Something like that. It's a that. nice place to be. I mean, we're primed. Yeah. It, I mean, if, if we get what we want out of this season, we're going to have another finish like we did a couple of years ago at the end of 21 when I think we're looking West at fifth now, better. which is why we have to look at... Um, we have to hope City win? Yeah. 
Although we get as soon as the cup final is between Man United and Man City, I believe there'll be another Europa, Europa League spot yeah. available. Um, regardless, so fifth, sixth should be Europa League, mm-hmm. and fifth might be Champions League. Now, might be, might be. That's if City wins. If City wins, yeah. But yeah. if City win the Champions but League, regardless, get... I think sixth is a Europa League. Yeah, it's kind of point. It, well. The, the, Oh no, United are not in the Europa League anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what a capitulation <laughs> that was. That in. Uh there's a, there's a The West par- Ham, sorry. There's a part of me that almost hopes like, oh, if we make the the Europa League, that's the one trophy Klopp hasn't picked up yet. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be that mad if we could win Europa that Conference one. League or Europa League. Europa no, League. Europa League. Okay. I don't think we've ever played for the Conference League. No, we have no, It's only 3 years old. Yeah. yeah. Who made the point um West Ham win they could be in Europa and the championship next year. Yeah. If they if they win the, down, Euro- the Europa Conference League. Oh, that would be cool. They go into qualifying, which has happened once. Wigan. They got dropped down and they won. Interesting. They went down to the championship mm. and they... Uh, well, it has happened once before. Allowed to qualify. That, to be honest, in 1982, West Ham, I believe, won the FA Cup and were outside of the top flight at the time. Oh. And so they played in the European Cup Winners' Cup as a... Uh, at the time, a second division club. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, my, what do my we dates think of the a little FA wrong Cup? there because it was a long time ago. Since, since in the galaxy far, far away. What do we think of the FA Cup? We think this. What do we think of the FA Cup? Neil was forty. What do we think of the FA Cup? Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've really. When touched you get older, you start repeating yourself. I hear. What do we think of the FA Cup? You also start answering yourself back. So the record skips over. The FA Cup, uh, we think that uh, City steamrolled uh, Sheffield United. I think that City are going to win out. I think they're going to... Oh, wait. I might have just been repeating myself. <laughs> I don't know. I think it, that's a, it's an interesting man. I mean, I'm going to watch it. it. It'll be a fun on your cup point, to watch. <clears throat> sorry, I'll be rooting on your point for City of, reluctantly. Of places dropping down. We shouldn't be hoping that a place drops down because another team wins. Well, we should at this point in the season because we can't win the title. So that is all we've got. We have to... But if we make pl- fourth, then we can root against yeah, them in the final. Yeah, you have to play exactly. for what for what you can achieve. And at the moment, the best we can achieve is, is fifth. fifth. Hmm. Yeah. But... Not with Tottenham bleeding. If we get fifth, we get Europa anyway. But we shouldn't be hoping our laurels to get Champions League based on City winning. Yes, we should. Yeah, I am. I don't give a bollocks. Fine. Yeah. Plastic fans. No, it's, it's not, not a plastic, plastic fan. We want to be in Europe. We're the best competition about? no matter how we get in You're there. You're the plastic. Yeah. Plus, Tottenham are going to play themselves out of that, that position no matter what. And we win two games, they're gone. Yeah, that's what I mean. And Villa, as good as they're playing, do we realistically think they finish above us? We, we still have a game in hand on them. So... And they, our, have to, they have to play United. And our schedule is, is softer than baby shit. We play Spurs. The end of the we we play Spurs, season. yeah. Yeah, we yeah. play Spurs also. We yeah. play Spurs and Villa, in fact. Yeah. And Villa also has to play Man United. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I feel dirty just thinking about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Do we, <laughs> shit. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, there it is. That thought just uh, dropped. God. Well, it depends. It if, you like to fi- if you want a chance, if you want a chance to finish in the Champions League places, then you hope that Villa beats United. But if you uh, just want to cruise on by, cruise on by, then a draw is probably the best result. 
United have a game in hand on us too. Yeah, the, United are probably clear. It's yeah. That's what point. I'm saying. I think we're playing for fifth. I think you're right, which means we have to root for City to win the Champions League. That that hurts. I don't know. Yeah, they I, deserve it. They've played pretty well throughout the entire tournament. Yeah, no kidding. So like uh, overturning we, Bayern the way they did. Yeah, really, and Bayern burning as it is. Look, now we're jumping on the Neil bandwagon. I, I was just. Giving you guys the looks, so yeah. They're, they're playing well. I still don't know that they're, they're not going to steamroll Madrid. You said the same thing about Bayern. You guys all both had Napoli winning the whole thing. Yeah. No, we were Well, he jumped on my bandwagon, didn't he? That is not true. Go back to episode four of the Dark Days or whatever, <laughs> whenever we said that. Napoli were, have been a fun team to watch all You were there long. beside Jack and Rose going down on the Liverpool <laughs> ship. You're goddamn right I was. <laughs> Titanic did actually have Liverpool written on the back I, of it. I'm still, I'm still rooting for Liverpool to win the Champions League this year. <laughs> They're I'm not living, even in the I'm Women's Champions League, nor Chelsea. Just exactly got knocked out tonight. Yeah, I saw that. Um, on City, their results in the week. Holy moly! We already talked about Arsenal, but um, they, they won two games. Was it the Arsenal game that De Bruyne had that unbelievable? You had Holland with the assist. Am I Holland? I don't know which game it was, but yeah, they beat. I mean, the Arsenal four-one game, and um, who else? What was they? their second match that they? They didn't because they played. Um, oh, in they the played FA in the Cup FA against three 0 three 0 against Sheffield United. Well, I think Holland just took the um, single took season the, record. Yeah, yeah, took that away. Well, what a shocker! Um, um, talking of Holland, I was watching uh, Johan Cruyff um, uh, clips, and he. Does what Holland does now. What, smokes 40 a day? <laughs> no. <laughs> does that weird kick out, comes in off his foot into the goal, Spider-Man, whatever it is. Yeah, it's like Bruce I, Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow karate kicks the ball in like Jean-Claude Van Damme. I like that you're bringing up Cruyff because that's the guy that, that Neil and I have for a long time talked about yeah. should be in the same conversation as Pele and Maradona and never is. He's sort of the... And the Marlboro Man. And the Marlboro man, yeah, he could have taken his spot, but he was too busy yeah. kicking a ball around. Having watched more and more of him over the past week, yeah, he's awesome. Due to a certain TV show, um, um, yeah, I've found myself falling in love with seventies Ajax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that what a he would have been seventy six yesterday had he not smoked forty a day. <laughs> yeah, say. but he smoked forty a day. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he was my known- hero of this, the resident cigarette smoker. <laughs> Yeah, he was known for smoking in the dressing room at halftime. There's a picture dugout talking to Pep with <laughs> yeah. a cigarette in his hand. Yeah, of course. And then you had Maradona, who couldn't stay away from the cocaine. cocaine yeah. And then Pele, squeaky clean. Well, we don't know that. Well, we assume. As much as we know, we know. Um, any other results that we wanted to touch on before we move on, other than Palace? Still don't know how to score. <laughs> Chelsea still don't know how to score. Chelsea, what? Chelsea. Let's let's finish. On Who's Chelsea. worse? Brentford, right? Who is worse though, Tottenham or Chelsea? Chelsea's worse this season. Chelsea overall, Tottenham. Brentford though, winning their first like London derby against Tottenham at home. Was it a home or away? Oh, sorry, Chelsea. 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 That's your Tottenham putting in my head. <laughs> Brentford winning away at Stamford Bridge. That's right, a big that's idea. a big thing. It that's, is crazy. If you, that's a if you derby. Told, if you told me that five is years ago, derby? yeah, it's a London derby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Brentford are the furthest west. Yeah. Okay, but at the height of the Roban Abramovich 
may the Russian scum die. Um, oh, he the, will. At I'm the sure. height of um, of that era, if somebody had told me that Brentford was going to beat them at the bridge, <laughs> I never would have believed John me. Terry is turning over in his bed right now. <laughs> or somebody else's. Oh, God, they're so shit. They lost. They lost both. No, no goals, right? No goals on the weekend. Two yeah. games. No goals. That's awful. Yeah, it's yeah. that strike partnership of um, Havertz and um, um, Sterling. Just out of curiosity, is there any players you'd like to poach from there? Yeah, Mason Mount, um, Reese James, Reese James, but he's hurt. Connor Gallagher. I don't care. He can get better. And Connor fill Gallagher. In for, fill in for Trent on the left back. I wouldn't be mad at that. You mean right back? Yeah, yeah, he can. My play, bad, right? my bad. It's all right. We're good at left back. We got Simi and Robbo over there. Connor Gallagher is a Connor Gallagher one. is and, a uh, prospect. Right. I, yeah. I hear he's unhappy there as well. And I so think everyone is unhappy yeah. at Chelsea right now. It's going to depend on who they get in as a manager, though. Yeah, that's that, that's the thing. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, because Lampard, yeah. Oof, poor guy. I mean, the word uh, almost I, I, feel bad for him. The word was that Potch was going to Chelsea and that Nagelsmann was going to Spurs, mm. but I hear that that is all changing again now as well. And I also think we I don't was take wrong. speculation on this podcast. I don't talk speculation about Liverpool players coming in. Oh, um, Deserby at Brighton that came up in our our pub group chat. I went back to find that article because it came up and I couldn't find it. So I'm wondering if I misread something about Deserby committing to a team in Europe. I thought you might have, but. I committed. Uh, I went with you. I trusted you. Yeah, I, and I'm not. I, I don't know if I was wrong or not. I just couldn't find the article that I had read, unless I just misspoke, which is certainly possible because I am an idiot. <laughs> um. All right. Chelsea are bad. Spurs are bad. Everton are bad. Liverpool are doing all right. Yeah, we like Liverpool. Well, that's, <laughs> the, that's that's the results of the weekend. And we hate. We hate Man United. We do, but I wasn't even going to bring them up. We hate Everton too. Their shit. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, they're shit. They're, they're shit. soft like toffees. <laughs> Is that why they're called that? <laughs> the toffees. Yeah. No, uh, not isn't why they're called that. But they do throw them out to the crowd before the game. These little black and white toffees. They can you mix. sue them if you get knocked out by one of those fuckers? <laughs> uh, you can sue them if you stay to watch the game. <laughs> do you know what? They do have some of the worst seats. Have you ever seen the seats that are at, like lower than the field, and you're just looking over the hoarding? Horrible seats. That's, I right haven't in the corner, seen horrible them. stadium. Burn to the ground. Throw I it think, into the Mersey. I think trying. <laughs> and on that note, it's let's in take... Liverpool. How is it not lost it? <laughs> let's take a break before we look ahead to Spurs and Fulham against LFC. And we're back. Let's take a look at Liverpool's next two fixtures, which will be Sunday, I believe, at noontime, and then Wednesday at 3. The first being against our new favorite team, Tottenham Hotspur. Sorry, I just can't but chuckle. The thing is with this matchup now for us on a personal level is if Liverpool don't go out and win this match pretty commandingly, we're, we're going to be eating shit. We're, I don't think Liverpool are going to win this match. You, you think it's going to be one of those Tottenham-Liverpool draws? Oh, it's going to be a Tottenham-Liverpool draw, yeah. Okay. Ryan Mason today showed that the team had fight, and they're going to come to Anfield, and um, I think they're going to continue the fight. And I, I think it's going to be a tough game, and I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw, I'm afraid. 
I agree it's going to be tough. I don't think we're going to draw. I think, I think Liverpool are, are finding their form. I think there's a lot of good things to look at here. I think it's a good matchup for Liverpool. I think that Spurs have a lot of talent in their team, but don't know how to use it. And I don't think they're going to find out how to use it in the next six games with their third manager of the season. I think their defense is suspect on their best day. And our defense is suspect on its best day. That's true, but our, our, our number one our, defender moves out of the way of the ball. Our attacking <laughs> threats are also better, and now we have our new shiny midfielder with Trent Alexander-Arnold, who has really changed the pace of the team altogether. And I don't think Spurs' dreaded low block is going to do anything to stop that. I, I see probably, I don't know what I wrote down, but I'm, I'm thinking 3-1 Liverpool. I think it's going to be a hard-fought 3-1, and I think Spurs are going to score first because that seems wow. to be the case. Well, that's been the story of our entire season. Exactly. I think it's going to be 1-1 at the half, and then Liverpool are going to jump ahead in the second half and just smoke them. Wow. What, do you agree with Mystic Meg over there? I don't. I have 1-1, I have one, one, and um, I have solid defense from um, from Tottenham. I'm not saying I'm not very good, but I think we're going to struggle to break them down. Um, in terms of a, the Liverpool team, I'd like to see Diaz start. Um, me too. Diaz over Jota for me. Um, and Darwin. I might start with Diaz instead of Darwin. I'm liking Darwin coming off the bench, but I would bring him on earlier. Yes. Um, yes, I agree wholeheartedly. So, so yeah, I, um, Jota will not play both games for sure. Who would you rather have, Fulham or Tottenham? Well, I'm kind of down on Jota at the moment, but he has got a lot of goals in his last two games. But, um, so, I want to see a lot more of Darwin and a lot more of Diaz in the next two games. Hmm. I want to I see like a lot that. more Diaz come back. I want to see him like get back to where he was, have yeah. more confidence in the ball, maybe not be muscled out as quick, and definitely open up that space in the middle. Yeah, I think that's he... asking a lot for someone to come back from an injury. I'm sorry. Yeah, but he's <laughs> we already see him doing it. I mean, it's his game. That's what he yeah. does, and he looks fit. I'd say we were talking about how we get too stuck in when we have to face the low block and you know Spurs are going to they're gonna park the bus on us. Mm-hmm. And Diaz helps us spread the pitch. My Having Rabo overlap with Diaz and his ability to, to cut in, he's going to suck defenders his way, which could open mm-hmm. up opportunities for Salah. It could open opportunities for Gakpo or whoever else they have playing down the center. My problem with Darwin over that corner is... He doesn't have the footwork of Diaz or Jota. No, he runs into players. He runs out of ideas. Yes. Agree. Yes. Like against West Ham, we saw yeah. that he got yeah. to the box and it was kind of like two players came against him. But as you said earlier, Salah kind of does that too. Uh, Salah has footwork. Yeah, but as footwork. you said earlier, has great people footwork. are always looking for that left foot. While as Diaz is a little trickster, he likes to mm-hmm. show some skill like it's FIFA Street. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't You're mind seeing Diaz reference. on the left and Darwin through the middle instead of Gakpo, and not because Gakpo's done anything wrong. Just, again, rotation. I'm not saying in both I like the games. Gakpo in the middle, though. Oh, I like Gakpo in the middle, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's... he's... I, I think we'll... At Anfield on Sunday, my guess is Klopp will play pretty much the same starting yeah. team that we just put out in the last game. So we've got our usual back four, even though Trent's... Canate will be in, though, instead yes. of um, Matip, yeah. Yeah, I think against Spurs, we put the best team out. So that'll be yeah. Rabo, Verge, Kanate, Trent, wherever he 
we're actually putting him. Are we calling this a 3-4-3 three, well, three now? He starts on the left. He always... You mean the right. the right. I do... Yeah. It's all right, man. It's getting late. It's all I'm good. looking at the defenders, not standing as a goalkeeper. Okay, all gotcha. Right? So, in, in, in his right back position. Right back position. <laughs> and then we'll have Fabino, Hendo, and Curtis Jones, or do we start Tiago now? I don't start Tiago. Not yet? No. I think you might start Tiago against um, Spurs. Jones is young and has had a, a good running. He's been playing very well, though. Yeah, and he's only got a couple of days before he's playing against Fulham. I, I like how his form is fantastic. I'd start I Jones him. against Spurs, and I'd start Tiago against Fulham. I'd, I'd agree with that. That's not bad, yeah, because Tiago is fragile. So maybe give him that extra. I mean, he is. <laughs> I mean, he. when was the last time he played more than six games in a row? When was the last play, time he played more than 36 minutes? There you go. Before hitting the ground and getting injured. There you go. Well, what I would like to see, kind of coming back to what you said about Diaz while you're saying that, Start him and take him off early, if anything. Start Diaz. Oh, start Diaz. Yes, yes. Yeah. Whether it's against Spurs or Fulham, I don't really care. But kick the tires, get a gauge of where he's at and see around 36 minutes. You know, where are you at going into the half? How's he looking? You know, Hmm. that's what I would like to see. I have a feeling that's not what he'll come on late. I think Klopp's just, he doesn't want it this late in the season. He doesn't want to take any chances with Diaz. And we're so stacked on that side of the pitch. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, speaking of the other side of the pitch then, um, does Elliot get minutes for Salah at Fulham? Does, where where has Elliot been? Uh, yeah, he played, he was ever present. He played, and then he started he every game. Yeah, exactly, ever present. And then, well, and then nowhere. We have people coming back. Yeah. We don't need him in midfield. He's not going to take Salah's position. Funny thing that's is, that's why I'm wondering whether he might put put him on for Salah. And, no, no, that's what I mean. But, but that's yeah. why we haven't seen him. We haven't yeah. need to. Well, Joe, when Jones go came to back, the bottom healthy. of the barrel. Sorry, I don't mean bottom but, of the barrel. But you're right. The team has played better since he stopped playing. I like. I'm sorry. It's true. Yes, Headless but chicken. we've also got more of our players back. Which so two, he wasn't taking. That is my he was point. taking up one position rather than taking up three positions. I'm just saying. I don't think he's ready. And we've said that at the beginning when right, he's right. We're in agreement. third tier so he's, for depth. I, I think they're talking about putting Carvalho off. Did we touch on that or was that no. just off mic where Klopp has said he looks great in training. They haven't made any decisions on him, but it looks like all signs are pointing to he's going to get loaned out this summer. I think Elliot needs to get loaned out too. And I know we've said that before. He was loaned out. I can't remember where he went. Yeah, he was, two, what, two years ago or three yeah. years ago? Yeah, well, I mean, there's just no room for him right now anyway. And he's not a well, midfielder. at the moment, we don't have coverage. So we would need him. If yeah. Salah, if Salah mm-hmm. went injured tomorrow, he'd be the only person in. Yeah. Right now, we don't have coverage. That's true. But don't say that. That scares the, the hell out of me. It does. But we are stacked on the other side. So we could always just play a, a nice 4-2-2-2. Two, two, two. Right. Right. And stick players wide. Yeah. Yeah, I but, agree. But hey-ho, we don't have to cross that bridge yet. Uh, yes, yes, and Salah's form has been as good as ever, even though his role is slightly different. I know he has identical numbers to Rashford this year, by the way, and everyone's talking about mm-hmm. how Rashford's having the season of his life. His numbers are literally well. Uh, Salah he's has more the season goals of his now. life because the elephant in the club was taking over the spotlight mm-hmm. and doing whatever he wanted. But right. we don't we don't talk about them. It's so weird no, that no, it, that was this season. Yeah, doesn't that feel like ages ago? Since um, since he is gone, how different that club is other than Harry Maguire. 
how different that club is. <laughs> our, our this podcast mascot, Harry Maguire, <laughs> the Easter Island statue. <laughs> Holy moly! Um, all right, so back to Spurs. So I I like what you're saying, Neil. I agree with you, and I actually I think we're all kind of in agreement yeah. where we're just curious more than we're making predictions about the lineup well, and what we yeah. want. The other person we've talked about, Fabinho, that he's another person that could be rotated out. Who do you put there for him? Milner. Milner, or you, you we do Hendo. have we have we have Hendo, Milner, Curtis Jones, Tiago. We have options. I might start Milner. The Fulham game will Against depend Fulham. a little Fulham. bit on the result of the yeah. Spurs game yes. as well. Yes, um, well put. So. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Hadn't, hadn't considered that. Either way, it's nice to have a club that's not so riddled with injuries where we're going. We've got choices here, yeah. It's only a few weeks ago we're going, who else do you put there? And it's like, there literally is no one else, so I have to put Harvey Elliott on the right wing in midfields, <laughs> and they're just going to walk right through him. we got to put him in defense. <laughs> he was one of those guys, every one good thing he did on the pitch, he did 10 things where I'm just putting my head in my hand. So it's... it's and- you know, I just mentioned, I just want to be consistent here. I've been pretty down on Jones. I'm still not hot on Jones. I said he's played well in the last few games. He's finding he's his form. Better. Yeah. Um, I still, we've said it three weeks in a row, um, I still find him a little bit more backwards than forwards. Yes. But um, the whole midfield does that. Yeah. But he does, when he has a spark of tactical whatever, it, it's brilliant. Well, he had that yeah, great, he, that, great shades back, of that great back heel. Um, oh, I'm not just talking oh, about that. Jota. I'm talking about Jota, yeah. Runs, he sees plays, he sees people moving into position. He, he's he got a good IQ for yeah, the pitch. Yeah, he's just slow at processing because he hasn't got the experience. Yeah. That's yeah, so not bad. And I think he gets ahead of himself. If he, He's like Darwin in that if he just reacts without having a chance to think, he does great stuff. <laughs> when you give him even one second to think, he fucks it. So between him and Darwin, they're youthful. Give yeah. them time, they'll settle in. And the Premier League, coming in from the Portuguese League into the Premier League. It's a different monster. It is a different monster, and you can't just run at players and knock them to the ground. They will fight back. Yes, exactly. And he learned that against Palace. <laughs> yeah. The hard way, third game of the season or whatever, getting sent off like that. So that should How be... How old is Diaz? Diaz, 26? Okay. 24? I believe 24. Okay. So he's only a year older than um, than Darwin. Yeah, but I think he's been he's got a lot more playing time now. And he's so naturally gifted at what he does. You know, Darwin looks like he had to fight for it. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I just didn't know if it was age because yeah, Darwin um does look a little little youthful with some of his decision making and Diaz doesn't and so Where did Diaz come from? Did he come from Colombia? I don't know. That's uh, that's why that's a good question. South American football. South American football it's a different, is different is faster, it's yeah. it's quicker, it's skill more skillful. Finesse. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like you you gotta think like uh, Ronaldinho, uh, players like that. Brilliant players from from Brazil. What are we? What? What are you doing? I'm looking up Diaz's uh, origins here. Oh, that's what I was looking up to. Yeah, so it looks like he he was. Uh, yeah, I think he just came from Colombia. Oh, he came from Porto. Porto. So he was playing Portuguese football. Yes, too. I knew that too and forgot. Um, what were you? I'm sorry. So no, absolutely fine. Um, but he did play for Athletic. Uh, he played in Colombia for two years, 67 games. He played a lot of games in in Colombia. So uh, my only point was that Diaz Diaz looks more confident, calm, composed. Um, 
Whereas Darwin still, to me, makes the wrong choices. Diaz makes more of the right choices. Diaz came in with a maturity beyond his years. Darwin came in probably a little under mature. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, look at where he's from. But he's being, well, at the beginning, just think you're a young kid coming into the Premier League for the first time and you're being compared to the Terminator. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, and you already have Champions League experience and played really well in the Champions League. So there is a little bit of bravado coming in with you. Where Diaz, he wasn't a name. I mean, we knew of him. He was one of those little chatter, like, oh, yeah, that kid from Porto. Oh, yeah, that kid that we played last season. In exactly. Made us look like a fool on the left wing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He had good footwork, but it wasn't like, oh, he's going to change the dynamic of yeah. our attack. And then he came he in. He was no and, Salah at Roma. Exactly. It's one of those things where, like, it's quietly, oh, yeah, he's good. And then all of a sudden he comes in and completely he changes the dynamic of the team. He gives us a lot more depth in that position where we needed it. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we have an abundance of it. Right. Exactly. Where Darwin, Darwin's still got a lot to learn. And Curtis Jones is there. But seeing good things out of both players, at, at the beginning of the season, the first few times we saw Curtis Jones, it was like, been him. Get rid of him altogether. <laughs> There's absolutely no reason to keep this guy in the team. He has no place. And now I'm eating my words because he's... Well, I liked him the first time. Um, and um, Dan from the pub will say, tell you this, but when, when we used to watch at the Grindstone and um, Jones first came on the uh, on the scene, um, I was very hot for uh, for Jones. and uh, I like the way you said that. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we all were when he was young, young, because he came out and he had that fire. <laughs> But it doesn't sound any better when you say he was young, young, and we were really yeah. hot. Well, for I'm him. not saying I'm hot for him. <laughs> <laughs> he's not an attractive lad. He's he's not. I deliberately uh, looks like you chose Q-tip. my words because of some of the uh, uh, some of the things that were said at the time. Um, <laughs> but um, but yes, um, he went off the boil a little bit, and um, but didn't he get I'm hurt? Not, was it, was it yeah, I, I'm yeah, just. He went- I'm not. I'm not ready to anoint Jones as a first team player yet. Um, so I'm no, with you. He so. comes off the bench. Yeah. On a normal day, he in would a come perfect off the bench. world. Yeah. yeah. So let's wrap the uh, the team thing though here. So strong team against Spurs. Um, rotation against Fulham, but rotation could f- take lots of different forms, and a mm. lot of it's going to depend on the Spurs result. Is that a general? I say gave Keller a go. At Fulham. <laughs> I almost said that too, but they. Oh, queeving. So yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So lineups. Who do you got against Spurs, and then I'm not going to give. I'm not going to change. Yeah, it's no basically the same, same line of except Kanate okay. instead of Matip. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Me I'm too. in agreement. And then the Fulham game rotation depends on, the, and I probably would give Simi a, a shot because uh, Rob has played an awful lot of minutes lately. Yeah, and he covers a lot of mileage on the pitch. Um, probably put Matip in because. It seems like Kanate is getting a little bit on that, like, oh, he's always sort of on the injury list, and so let's not overdo it. If we don't have to play him against Fulham, don't. Uh, give Hendo a rest, maybe put Milner on to start. Yeah, we can't change everything. We need to win these games. So. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, I mean, I don't think you really need to rotate the front line because they get enough rotation as it is. No, my only sh- the the only one change I'm making right Kanate. now is well, Kanate for Matip mm-hmm, for, um, sure. for the Spurs game. I would probably keep him in for the Fulham game, mm-hmm. but I would bring it for the Fulham game um, Simi in for for Robertson. That's the only thing I would actually change. Okay, That's fair. So yeah, I might. I like I said, I might give Hendo a rest because he's he's put in a lot of miles. But other than that, um, 
Firmino's hurt. We don't know with what. We don't know why. We don't know how long it's going to be. Seems to be the case every time Firmino gets hurt. It's a mystery. Remember, he missed like two months after the World Cup, and no one knew why, and we still... Is it a training injury? And they're not letting out that it's a training injury that another player hit uh, hurt him? I don't know, because, I mean, that's happened before, and they've said it. I, I uh, no, I hear less and less of that kind of thing, so... Like, it's certainly like, don't get me possible. wrong, I hear like, oh, you know, he took a knock in on the training field. Oh, yeah, you take a knock, you run it off three days later, but if it's a training injury, why, you know, just say it. It's certainly possible. I know it kind of came out quietly and we haven't had any answers about it. Uh, Keita. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> is he just... is he on a plane going home? I think I think to he's, Leipzig again he's or playing Salzburg FIFA or and getting fat on Modelo's. He's actually playing as himself on FIFA. That's the only playing time he gets. <laughs> oh. Fucking bollocks. So uh That's three times. What happened to I did, didn't I? I zero. I have to relax. And zero. you're zero too. Oxlade Chamberlain, where's he been? He was getting decent minutes for a while. He's just, not injured, just, he's just not good enough. He's just not playing at all. Since that injury in 2019... He had some he's good playing, um, He's playing FIFA with Keita, but even Ox won't play himself. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's injured. He's not even injured, he's just he's lazy. He's not very good. <laughs> it's like, my rating is correct, which is why I don't play as myself. He, he, had, he had some good showings earlier this season, though, which is why I'm surprised we're talking about rotation, and we just didn't bring him up at all. No. Well, Klopp is up. not putting players on the field because they're not living up to their potential, or they're not good enough, or mm-hmm. there's players better than them. Simple Fair. as. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm certainly not going to be shouting from to the heavens about getting Ox on the field. It's just curious that we had guys that were getting pretty consistent rotation, mm-hmm. and now they're just gone. Um, because but the we team's have, playing well, we so. were clutching at straws. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Now um, we have a clutch of straws that we kind of know what to do with, but there's still... Ox would have had to come on with crutches. That's how <laughs> low on depth we were at one point. So what does Keita come on? Like, what is, I don't even know what his injury is, other than just not very good. He's got lazyitis. Oh, okay. All right, playing FIFA. Okay. So anything else on our... Do we want to do predictions for these games? You said 1-1 Spurs, correct? 1-1 yeah, Spurs. Mm. What, what are you thinking, Tom? I'm saying we win 2-1 but not in the nasty way you do it. I say it's a 1-1 going in, yes, but we score first and then come back. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. Welcome back, listener. Uh, Let's look ahead to the weekend at the rest of the... uh, the matches here we'll give our predictions and then we'll leave you alone until next week uh starting off we've got palace and west ham what do you got neil i have one one uh, palace are gonna find the back of the net how I, i'm not exactly they sure don't have how, any... but, uh, but yeah <laughs> they don't have any feet <laughs> one nil west ham i also have one nil west ham palace still can't score sorry dan uh how about brighton and wolves one nil brighton I have 2-0 Brighton. I think they're going to bounce back from their rough weekend last weekend. Uh, Brentford and Forest. 
I have Brentford 1, Forest 2. The renaissance of uh, Cooper continues. Hmm. Forest 2, Brentford 0. I have Brentford 2, Forest 0. Ooh. Yeah. I know. After what they did this week, Brentford... Yeah, but Forest are fighting for a position. They're, they're fighting. Bottom. Yeah, you might be right, but, you know, I got to... This captain goes down with his ship. How about United against Villa? I have a 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Interesting. Okay. I mean, that's going to be one of the matches that I'll be match of the most, week for me. Yeah. Most excited to watch. Yeah. Scum two, Villa one. I have upset two one Villa. Hello. I'm covering all our bases on that one. Yeah. Nice. Let's see if we can cover all the bases on the next one. <laughs> Fulham and City. Anyone predict an upset? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Tom? Four nil. I have four nil. I have 4-1. I'm giving Fulham. You know, it, City always seems to just let them dump one shitty goal in sometimes. So, uh, How about Bournemouth and Leeds? Bournemouth uh, 2, Leeds 1. Aren't you guys just quaking with excitement for this one? Yeah, snooze fest. Um, Bournemouth 1, Leeds 0. I got a 0-0 draw. How about Newcastle and Saints? There you go there with your Saints is. again. Got to do it. Uh, the Magpies, three. Um, <laughs> Southampton, one. You mean the Saints? How about the Geordies, four? <laughs> the Southampton, zero. I have three nil to, to to the guy with the big belly. The humbugs. With the N- NUFC <laughs> written on his gigantic gut. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. Liverpool Spurs we covered. Liverpool, um, well, what, what do you guys I have? I have 3-1 Liverpool. I have 3-1 Liverpool. And I have 1-1. One, one. How, about, how about the other game of the week here? Leicester at Everton. Uh, Jamie Vardy 1, Everton at nil. Ooh. Leicester 1, Everton 2. I have Everton one Leicester nil. We're all wrong there somewhere. I mean, Everton's doing that thing they do at the end of every season where they just claw their way back out so of relegation. So you two both have Everton winning that game? Yeah. yeah. Leicester. I'm going upstairs after this to brittle pad my balance. <laughs> I was going to say, but I thought I'm not been... happy about it. I know, we'll we want them to lose. Shit. We do. We agree that they're shit, but Leicester have also been bleeding goals. Also shit. Okay. You, I mean, the Foxes. The Foxes. <laughs> Walkers. How about Arsenal and Chelsea? I have 2-0. 3-1 Arsenal. 3-0 Arsenal. Uh, Liverpool, Fulham. Yeah, I got 2-0 Liverpool. I've got 3-0 Liverpool. 2-0 Liverpool. Mm, yes. How about City and West Ham? I so was going to go for a, an upset here. This is the kind of game City historically lose at this point in the season. But for the sake of consistency and I think the fact that I think City are going to win out, it's Man City 2, West Ham 0. The Irons fail to score. Ditto. I have 3-0 City. Uh, Brighton and United. Here's your upset. Brighton 1, United 0. No score from United, really? Mm. Interesting. What do you got? Uh, Brighton won, Man United won. I have a 2-2 draw. (laughs) So we're all low on the scum. Shocker there. It's almost like we're a bunch of Liverpool fans. (laughs) Whoops. Um, You could be an Arsenal fan. They also hate United. Doesn't everyone hate United? I guess so. Apart from United. Yeah, aside from Well, actually, they kind of hate themselves too. 
<laughs> yeah, depending on what part of the season it is. Well, it was last year. And interestingly, last year didn't City lose to Palace like right at the end of the season? Yes, it did. Yeah. So this would be one of those games where Arsenal fans are chomping at the bit for them to to drop one of those weird little games like they always do. They, they did it against so Liverpool. So strong. I know. You I know, don't Mares see got a hat trick against Sheffield United at the weekend. Mm-hmm. You've got De Bruyne United. and um, Haaland just on fire. Yeah. You've got Foden's just right back from injury. You've got Grealish. It's like yeah. freaking amazing at the moment. I know. It's like everywhere on that field is just. There's no weakness. John Stones is even playing well. Yeah, he's having he the best blinder. season he's had yeah, in his city I know. shirt. So, so yeah. Um, crazy. I agree. He did have a blinder. Um, all right, closing thoughts. What do you got, Neil? We gotta get two wins. I know I didn't project project them, but we just gotta get two wins. Um if we get two wins, I'll have some belief again for both the end of the season and for next year. Um I think it could be a tough week to be a Liverpool fan. It's always a tough week to be a Liverpool fan. Um two wins is needed. Um anything less could really mess us up. We want Villa to lose. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't want another I, result to go your way because it it more than likely won't. Well, I always want being United a Liverpool to fan. Lose. You'll understand us. You remember, at the end of last season, we wanted uh, Villa to get us a win, and they were doing us a favor. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we're depending on Villa again, huh? No, <laughs> no, no. Let's just win our games. Well, I don't agree with your steadfast, don't root against a team or whatever. No, I'm rooting against teams at the top of the table because fuck them. <laughs> and that's rounded up to a full dollar. And there we that's are. Fine. I got it. I, I took all yours today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but I also, I want Liverpool to win theirs. That's that's number one. I'm not rooting for someone else to lose over rooting for Liverpool to win. And Obviously. that's, I, I agree. We got to win both of these games. They're both very winnable games for us too, especially with us finding our form again. And yeah, I'm optimistic, cautiously optimistic. Fight, desire, two wins. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Not a lot. We need six. A points. bag of chips on the side. Six points. <laughs> Salt and vinegar. Don't you guys call them crisps? It's crisps, yeah. Of course. Yeah, see. I've been know. living here too long. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's Everyone it. good? Tom? All good. You good? Neil? You're good. Good night, Nick. I'm good. All right. Good. Signing off. Thanks for listening.